The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Where is your vibration right now? Could it be higher? There are so many factors affecting your vibrational energy. The outside, the words of others, our own self-doubts. It's time to raise your vibration and increase awareness. You've entered the Awareness Marketplace with your guide and host, Michael Daly. Life throws us a lot of curveballs, but we can face them and keep moving forward. Today's show will include your participation and some amazing guests. Now, here's Michael Daly. Good afternoon and uh, welcome to the Awareness Marketplace. Um, we had a, an amazing show last weekend. Um, we were doing EFT, uh, the tapping tool, which I've been using for the last few days. And um, I've been discovering that when you use it, a tool... Uh, it actually, you can end up getting out of your body for a little bit and feeling kind of disconnected, and then you get back in. And I was reminded yesterday when I was working with one of my clients, she was kind of saying, well, why, you know, I've been using this tool for so long. Why why am I really good at it? And, uh, you know, I, I wanted to go to um, a description of um, spiritual growth, which I take from one of my own teachers, Michael J. Tamora. And this is... Uh, the way he describes uh, our spiritual growth and what we go through um, at the beginning of his book, it's at the beginning of his book um, um, where he says, um, in the beginning of our spiritual growth process, most of us live life like a shipwreck, survivors adrift on the open sea, constantly dashed around by the waves of fate, terrified that we might feel life is hard and then we'll die. Yet, when we choose to abandon our fears and make peace with those powerful waves, we learn to float over them. Then they no longer repeatedly slam us under. Our life begins to alternate between the pleasant and the unpleasant. Sometimes we crest a large wave, we see the beauty all around us, and even catch a glimpse of the shore. At other times we sink into a, th- a trough, and all this is dark and there's no hope in no hope other than to get to the next wave. With perseverance, we begin to realize that we can learn to surf. When we do this, those waves, once menacing, become our allies. Riding on that awesome power and in direction, we learn to surf homeward and to the shores of our freedom. Just like a surfer must learn how to dance with the vast power of nature, we must learn how to dance with our spiritual growth. So that's from uh, Michael J. Tamora's book, which uh, is called You Are the Answer, and that's the introduction. And um, my guest today, I'm uh, very, very honored to welcome another uh, amazing guest today. My guest today, um, a very special guest who spent a lifetime of actually helping people in their quest um, to find their balanced state. 
and um, her very impressive bio would take way, way too long to uh, introduce in the show. So I've cut it down a little bit. I'll give you the cliff notes. And uh, my guest is Mary Miller. It says, Mary Miller is an internationally known author and teacher and speaker who is the author of many books, including It's All About Relationships, It's All About Sex, and The Mathematics of a Successful Life, Volumes 1, 2, and 3. Mary was a researcher and a teacher at the Gentle Wind Project, and her story of trying to help others and the barriers she encountered are best described in her book, Caught in the Act of Helping. Her current company, I Ching Systems, has the sole goal of restoring emotional balance to individuals, people, and breaking the legacy of suffering that is often passed from one generation to the next all over our planet. Mary's products have helped the lives of many people in over 75 countries, and she speaks to people in one-day and weekend seminars in the United States and worldwide. So I'd like to um, welcome to our show um, Mary Miller. Good morning, Mary. Hey, good morning. Nice. Good, nice to good hear afternoon, you. actually. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, that, I thought maybe it was morning me. where you are. It's definitely <laughs> afternoon here. <laughs> it's always morning where I am. Um, it's uh, great, Mary. I'm, I'm so, so really pleased to have you on the show. And I'm actually sitting here wearing my balance uh, card on me as I'm uh, conducting this show. You know, I'm going to ask you kind of this standard question that I've been asking guests. And this, the listeners to the show is going to know exactly where he's going with this. I'm going to ask you. Where did you know or how did you get into being a healer? When did you know that you were actually going to play a role in helping people um, in, in the healing business? Because I find that, you know, I asked that question not to get the ball rolling, but to actually I think there could be future Mary Millers listening to this show. And um, I'd like, you know, if, it's inspiring to listen to a person when they actually um, talk about their own past so when did you know that you were going to be a healer or would you feel a calling to get into the healing industry? Oh, I, I think I was probably about three years old. <laughs> and the reason that, Michael, the reason that I say that to you, it was when I was three, I realized how, um, how burdened and dysfunctional my parents were. And I remember thinking, even when I was three years old, that somebody has to do something to help these people. And they had the kind of marriage that it's like they had all the glue to hold them together and all the worst aspects of themselves being brought out in the relationship. And, and even though I was only three, I knew something was very wrong and that something should happen to try to help them. Wow. Okay. So as a child, because I, I love what you say and, you know, I've been kind of looking at your, what, what your work you do. What you, you talk about is how children, uh, when we come into this world, we, we actually are so influenced by, you know, our past lives. We're so influenced by what happens in our mother's womb. We're so influenced by our family. And that's exactly what I see in uh, reading uh, people's energy and their auras. A lot of it stems back to those three things. So what do you, what do you, um, say about somebody, a child, for instance, who is living in a dysfunctional home, how, how can a tool help them? How can one of your tools help sort of a child? I actually work with uh, 13-year-olds. Well, our instruments, as you know, are designed to help bring people back to their balance point. And frankly, most human beings don't live in balance. Most people live at what we would call survival or coping. And that survival or coping is a function of two things. 
first is the first five years of life, because during those first five years of life, children are unfiltered in what they absorb. So they don't absorb like the best of their parents or the best of their surroundings. They absorb all of it. And it's without filtration. So that's what becomes that person. In fact, we think probably the most powerful conclusions that children come to are between the ages of four and seven. And those conclusions run a whole lot of people's lives. And then the second place that we see the same kind of uh, uh, survival or coping kind of energy is in school. You know, if you think about kids before they go to school, you can see that even in somewhat dysfunctional families, kids are acting out of what I might call, you might call a natural child place, at least some of the time. Now, truly, they're in coping or survival sometimes, but kids at least ride their bikes until they're tired of riding, and they uh, go to the bathroom when they need to, and they probably eat when they're hungry, and they rest when they're tired. And the day that children go to school, that stops. The day that children go to school, kids sit in a hard wooden chair with their hands folded and raise their hands to speak. They don't get up when they need to. They don't even go to the bathroom in some schools where they need to. They don't eat when they're hungry. They don't take a subject because they're interested in it and can apply it to their life. They're asked to memorize isolated data bits and download them into themselves like computers and spit them back. Any child who can't do that successfully doesn't get all A's. And in the five years of research we did on the education system, we discovered that any time a person gets less than an A in that system, it's actually experienced as a form of failure in the human consciousness. And if you take 12,000 hours of that into a person's life and add public humiliation for making a mistake to that, you can create some pretty powerful mental and emotional difficulties that are very difficult to overcome after you've exposed a person to that much of it. Wow. You know, I am a public school teacher. I totally understand exactly what you're saying. You do not have to preach to me because I don't understand what you're saying. And what I find with a lot of students is just apathy and boredom that they're in. Um, You know, what we have to do is to really um, get them out of that particular uh, vibration because apathy and boredom is not conducive to uh, creating and learning. And, no, it um, isn't. No, it isn't. And that's where I find a lot of our students in very, very, as you say, very programmed um, by state tests, by demands of things. And uh, you, yeah, it's it's very, very interesting uh, what you say. I could actually talk a whole day about education to you because <laughs> yeah. that is my, that's where I work every day. I'm on actually on spring break right now. I'm, I'm going to, since I am an English teacher, let me, um, let me read this wonderful um paragraph that you have. I'm going to give you an A plus for this, Mary. I'm going to share really well-written prose Mike, to the class Before you do here. that, before you do okay. that, let me just say one last thing about schools, uh-huh. which is my sister was a school teacher. And also what we discovered about teachers is that the majority of teachers that we have worked with tend to try to absorb the impact of the classroom on their students. In other words, they tend to try to put themselves between the, 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 the malpractice of education and the kids that they're with because they went into education to be with those kids. And um, so this is what I've just said prior to this is not 
an indictment of teachers. In fact, it's the oh, opposite. It's no, the opposite. I, I, I understand that. I really do. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I just know that you know, as as a as a system, you know, we have a lot to answer for. Um, you know, I feel as a teacher, I'm trying, you know, to you know, educate students, to pass tests, to do all these things. And there's a lot going on. I have 219 students in, in a day. And wow. uh, the individuality that I can get with a student is very limited. And when I actually do meet individually one-on-one with a student, it's amazing um, what happens sometimes, you know, when you just have that one-on-one student, because the student is not used to getting a one-on-one. Yeah. <laughs> and if I can sit down and have that one-on-one conversation with a student, it, it's so different than what they're used to. And sometimes, you know, you become you become a second parent because that's they're looking for some validation yeah. in their life, and 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 we actually give it to them. Okay, yeah. so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read your amazing paragraph because I really, really <laughs> okay, like this. Okay, go ahead. This gets the A+. Plus. It's, it's titled The Ever-Elusive Elevator, okay? And uh, this is what Mary writes. She says, I have stayed at many embassy suites hotels, and I just love their elevators. Most of them are made of glass as you ride up, and you get a big view of everything going into the lobby, the restaurant, the bar, the other floors of the hotel. It is clear on these elevators that you're either riding up are riding down. I have also been in elevators that are enclosed, so I only know what floor I am on when the door opens and I see where I am. Sometimes I've gone down when I thought I was moving up. Other times the elevator has not moved off the lobby level and I think I have gone up. Uh, Without the glass, I am not always sure. The process of personal transformation and true spiritual growth can be like riding on one of those enclosed elevators. I think that's an amazing analogy. And again, I'd love to read your whole essay, but I'm not going to. But um, what I am going to talk about is the the different uh, bodies that we actually say. And the first uh, body that we will talk about is you say there's three separate bodies in one person. It's the physical body. And you, you compare it to like a car that we travel around in. Do you want to talk a little bit more about the cars that we travel around in, color bodies? Sure, yeah. You know, if you think about it, our physical bodies um, are sort of like our vehicles for moving about in the world. And uh, inside of these cars, these physical bodies, are our mental and emotional systems and as well as our spiritual systems. So the, the physical body itself is... Uh, um, really the, um, the a temporary body and uh, also it's the one that is uh, subject thankfully to gravity otherwise we'd all be on the ceilings <laughs> or off in space someplace so the, when we think about the physical body we think about it as the vehicle in which these other bodies live and, and grow and and carry on and when transformation takes place we've discovered that you have to account for that physical body because if you think of a child, uh, as a very young child who has concluded, for instance, that and, and all children conclude whether they're wanted or unwanted by the time they're five years old. If you uh, consider a child who's concluded that he's not a wanted kid, his parents are too burdened by his presence, that body adjusts itself to surviving those conditions, just like somebody out in a desert uh, uh, adjusts themselves to to surviving the conditions, or somebody who's uh, uh, in an extremely cold climate adjusts themselves. You know, your blood thickens, and you do things to 
make mm-hmm. sure that you're going to be okay under those circumstances. So as people go through the process of transformation, we have to account for the fact that we're in these physical bodies and do it at a rate and a pace that uh, the body can change with us, in, in a sense. Okay. Oh, great. And um, we're, we're coming up on a break. So I'm, I'm going to ask you about sort of a tool, some tools that you have. And I'm actually wearing my balance card right now. And I do, last night I slept with my quiet card. And I do use um, the tools. I'd, I'd like just if you could talk to a tools about helping us with our body. And also we're going to talk about when we come back, um, all the distractions that are in 21st century living um, like cell phones, <laughs> um, YouTube, um, internet, and kind of that vibration that our bodies experience on a daily basis and how some of your tools actually can help us um, maintain uh, the connection with our body. Because what I see is a lot of people like out of their bodies, and I've been there myself, um, because you kind of, we match this mass energy of just total hysteria, I will call it, um, where people can't lock their cell phones down, they can't, they're always checking on cell phones, you know, they can't drive without checking cell phones even. And I'm just going to ha- ask you that, but we'll go do that right after the break. And, Sounds great. Um, and also I'd like you to have your uh, information that you can give out, how to get in contact with you. And um, at the end, we'll talk about your speaking um, seminars. Okay, so let's um, go to break and then we will actually, um, we'll come back. Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. It's time to wake up and transform into your higher self. Tune in to Lighten Radio with host Jay-Z Bound. This is a show that's meant for you if you're seeking your highest and fullest potential. It's already within you. All you need to do is discover it and nurture it to reality. Jay-Z is an intuitive and health and ascension facilitator. Get ready to connect to the divine and your authentic self. Be here for Lighten Radio every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Ask Theo Live is talk radio like you've never heard before. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and her co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live Talk Radio. Tuesday mornings at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. 
You are tuned in to the Awareness Marketplace. To reach Michael Daly or today's guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to awarenessmarketplace at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back to the Awareness Marketplace, where my special guest this morning is Mary Miller and Mary's um, company's I Ching Systems. And uh, Mary, before we go any further, can you just go ahead and give um, people contact? Because I always get people ask me, oh, you should have said a contact more. Can you give us your contact information? If someone is really interested in um, getting some physical tools, and these are physical tools that they wear, that they use on a daily basis to help their lives, where can they actually go about uh, getting them? Yes, we have a website at I-C-H-I-N-G, and it's pronounced Iching, Systems with an S. I-C-H-I-N-G, Systems with an S, and it's .net, so I-C-H-I-N-G-Systems.net. And uh, if you go on the website, you'll see we have a product section where there are lots of pictures. We have a blog where there are articles. There's general information about the use of the technology. And, and generally speaking, the instruments are all about helping a person find balance. The natural condition, the natural condition of the human consciousness is to be in balance. And balance is the place where we use the least amount of resources to sustain the highest level of vitality. That's a really right. important concept behind these instruments, that you use the least amount of resources to sustain the highest level of vitality. And if you think about how much energy people use to cope and survive life, you can see that a huge amount of resources goes into just getting through the day. And our instruments are built on the, on the principle that you and I are here for something, and that something might be called destiny. That if you really look at uh, our uh, astrological, our DNA, a whole lot of things, you'll see that we each have a set of gifts and resources that would be available to us to manifest, to out-manifest that idea of destiny, to do what we came here to do. And at the end of our, our lives, we should be able to say, you know, beam me up, Scotty. I'm ready to go because and so, I've so done it. it. Oh, I'm not like you to know, move on to I've what we're it. talking about. Sorry. Beam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and feel like we're ready to go. Um, I'd like to talk a little bit about the 21st century, um, you know, the devices we have these days. You know, it, it, I don't know where you live, but in California, we live at a very high pace from even getting to work. You know, um, we have, we're, we've got lots of radio waves in the air. I've got, I use a GPS, there's wireless um, connectors. What sort of an effect do you see that that has on the body and what sort of tools do you have to actually help a person find their balance? Because I find a lot of these waves, and I know when I've been on the internet for more than, you know, if it's more than an hour, I'm getting out of my body. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's actually not my field of expertise in the sense mm -hmm. that we've not done uh, extensive research on the effects of those kinds of electromagnetic okay. uh, particles on the on the human consciousness. But probably in a bigger sense, I think what we see is that there's a, an enormous amount of um, 
of, uh, well, I guess what you might call stimulation, especially yes. here in the United States, that the average person probably has a cell phone and a, an iPad and a computer, and there's so many different things that can um, trigger you, stimulate you all day long, that the stress level is higher. I mean, 20 years ago, I wasn't answering text messages all day long or emails all day long. I w- every once in a while, my phone would ring, but I was mostly just carrying on with my life. And now if you ride on a bus or a plane or a, uh, at least the early part of the flight and you see all the things that people are doing electronically, um, it, 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 it's, those are stimulations. And the, the, for us, they're a challenge. It becomes more of a challenge to help people find their overall mental, emotional, spiritual balance in the face of those, only because there's so much uh, going on at the same time. You know, I, when I was growing up, I think we had three television stations, CBS, ABC, right. NBC, you know. Now, on my television now, I think there's 172. I'm mean, sorry, I 972. <laughs> I, I, don't even, I don't even know what to watch anymore, you know. Right, right. <laughs> so, there's so, so much. And that has the effect of, I think, of making it more difficult for the spirit in us so the one, the real voice in us, the one who was never born and never dies, that one, to find his or her way here and do the thing you actually came here to do because there's so many things that can pull you off course in the course of a day. Okay. And so, so you're, you're a person who travels a lot and you've been, I'm, I'm sure you, you know airports very well <laughs> and, and the vibration that goes on there. Like I'll use that as an example. For instance, if you're in the vi- vibration of an airport, you'll feel the tense, tense because everybody else, you're, we're matching kind of the vibration of everybody else around you. People who are afraid of flying, people who are, you know, saying goodbye to our loved ones. You're feeling all of that in your body. So what sort of a tool would you have on you? to uh, say you were going to an airport and it was really, really stressful, what sort of a tool would you use from uh, a toolbox to kind of make you feel a little bit more in balance? Uh, I generally feel very balanced in airports because of our Mm -hmm. instruments, I think. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. And by the way, our instruments have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration, so they're not designed to treat, diagnose, or cure any physical, mental, or emotional condition. If you have a serious psychological or physical problem, seek the help of a qualified medical professional at once. These are my personal opinions only. Mm -hmm. And I can say that... um, I uh, I personally um, find most all of our instruments, except for the nighttime one, which is called Quiet Please, to help quiet mm-hmm. your mind. But the, almost any instrument that you would use, very helpful in an environment where there's a high level of stress or tension. And in a sense, it's a, an environment where there's a lot of colliding particles, because there's a lot of people in airports and on airplanes where it, where everybody's Whatever's going on with everybody is compressed into a small space, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. And then, you, you know, as, as sensitive human beings, we're feeling the, you know, we're feeling the same vibration that everybody around us is. And um, I just think, I, I, again, I have your balance card on today. Um, would you suggest a person could wear a balance card if they're feeling stressed at work, if they're feeling stressed um, going through, say, flying in an airport? Would you would you su- suggest uh, someone to wear a balance card or is there some other tool that they could have? You know, um, Mike, that's a great starting point. Some people go to our more advanced instruments, especially the healthcare professionals that are sharing them with clients and patients and sort of mm-hmm. adding to their repertoire of alternative uh, 
approaches to resolving things. Nice. But I, I, we have a simple pack on our website called the Family Pack. And yes. it's a very cool pack because it has the balance card that you're talking about, the perfect mm-hmm. balance card. And people can see pictures of them there. And right. it also has something called the, the Little Wonder card, which is the size of, a, of your license that will fit in your wallet. And it's a good one to have because you can't always put that card on. It'll say if you're going to a job interview, you might not want to go with your perfect balance card on. Right, but you right. might want to hold <laughs> this little Super Wonder card. And it also uh-huh. has in it, the quiet please card that we um, uh, encourage people to use at the end of the day, and it's kind of a meditation card. You know, lots of times people have very, very busy days with lots of mental stimulation and so much going on. You lie down and, and everything is still kind of going on in your head, and we think that the uh, quiet please card might help to quiet some of that, like a kind of a meditation card. So those three cards are in one package on our website and certainly worth taking a look at. Our instruments come with a 60-day money-back guarantee, so you can try them for 60 days. You can see whether or not they bring you the kind of support you're looking for mm-hmm. and, and balance that you're looking for. If you don't like them, you can send them back to us for a full refund. Our return rate, by the way, Mike, is about 0.003%. I think the right. average retail company is like about 8 to 10%. So mm-hmm. most people are pretty satisfied with the balancing effects of the products. Well, uh, let me say, as somebody who's been to one of your speaking seminars, the, the, the highlight is where you encourage people to listen to you while they're down the back playing <laughs> on, on your instruments, <laughs> okay? Right. And, you know, it, it really is, um, it, it's very, very different. I remember holding the box and I go, I love this box. <laughs> yeah. And I was, I was holding that box and I was like, you're know, playing with the cards. And I was playing with all the instruments and I was, I, I did realize, and I'm someone who is pretty sensitive to energy and I did realize the, the difference um, the alignment that does happen from holding your instruments alright it looks like we're coming up on another break Mary and when we come back we're Great. going to talk about, sorry looks like we're coming up on another break and when we come back we're going to uh, talk about the impact of a trauma on the body so something that happened when you were a child an accident that you had um, we're going to talk about the the traumatic effect that um, stays within the body uh, through a lifetime and how your tools can maybe help. Are you ready to hear about the channeled messages with the mothers? Tune in every week to Conscious Conversations with host Angela Blaha. Our program focuses on vibrational intelligence, inner strength, and channeled messages such as these. What does it mean to use the Akash to fully understand and create unity within yourself? Our show is all about expansion from within. Tune in live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We are all searching for a deeper meaning in life. The possibility exists to create our life from the perspective of our true divine nature, where the experience of joy, love, abundance, freedom, and peace is our birthright. On the Inner Frontier, host Darlene Green presents a new topic every week with a high-frequency conversation 
to support a gentle revealing of the divine that is unique to you. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel for The Inner Frontier. Sit back, relax, breathe. Reconnect to the still, small voice within. Take the time to make a weekly visit to the sounds of the heart with host Sandy Goldstone. This unique program will help you cultivate and strengthen your heart's connection and feel love, beauty, and joy. You don't need to fear or suffer. Heed the call. Say yes to living from the heart's truth. Tune in live every Tuesday at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Join the evolving consciousness of humanity. You are tuned in to the Awareness Marketplace. To reach Michael Daly or today's guest, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to awarenessmarketplace at gmail.com. Now, back to this week's show. Okay, so so thanks, Mary. As we're talking about bodies, and we're talking about you know how our bodies transfer as we age, and um, I'd like to ask you: Does your instruments um, help for somebody who's had a traumatic uh, event or an injury um, that has happened to them? Say, you as a child, you fell off your bike, and you you really really remember it, and you're very you get very very stressed um, at the thought of having to ride a bike again. Um, would you have an instrument that can help with that? You know, the idea behind the instruments is to bring a person to balance. And most people carry things from the past into the future. In fact, if you think about it, the past probably governs the future for most people, especially if you grew up in a family where there are mental and emotional traumas or, like you say, there's a, an impact of some kind, of some event and those things do stay with a person afterwards. And our, the, the idea of, of helping people with the impact, with the mental and emotional distress of an event and bringing a person back into balance is certainly something we've tried to achieve with our, our instruments. And I can even tell you a little story, Mike. When I was in college, I, um, was, uh, I went to Mexico with some friends of mine. I was a freshman in college. And um, we got into a car accident in Mexico. An oil truck ran into us, and our car just flipped over. And it made the loudest sound. I, I remember the sound. It was so loud. And after the event, I came back to the United States, and I was okay. I had a concussion, and I was okay. But after the event, Every time I was in a car and I perceived another car as being too close to my car, I stuck my fingers in my ears automatically, trying to avoid ever hearing that sound again. Mm -hmm. 
Yes. And that's a really good example of how the stuff from the past goes into the future with us, only we don't always see it as clearly as me sticking my fingers in my ears. You right. know? But, but the idea was that it's an automatic response. It's one that I couldn't control or stop. I wanted to. I couldn't control it. I couldn't stop it. And what we're looking to do is bring the system back into the present so that every moment is clean and it doesn't have anything to do with the past. And uh, uh, I, I'll bet right now there are people listening to us who, if they look at their cell phone contact list, they'll see that they have people on that list that throw them out of balance. But all the person might have to do is call, and you see the name come up on the screen of your cell phone. You don't even say hello and you have an automatic reaction to that person. Like your insides go, oh, God, not now, you know? Well, that, that response like that is a, is a sign that, the, that, that something happened in the past that's not resolved. Because, you see, every call should be a fresh, clean, new call. And when someone calls you, anyone calls you, you should be able to stay in balance no matter who it is, no matter how kooky they are, no matter what they've yes. done, no matter what, you should be able to stay in balance. And the idea behind our technology is to help people to find that balance point and sustain that balance point to be in control of their lives no matter what happens, no matter who's on that cell phone screen. And that's a really good example for listeners because most people have someone, at least one and more sometimes, that the call comes and you're out of balance before you say hello, which means that you're out of balance from the past and it has nothing to do with the present or the future. That's, a, that's, that's great. And it's, it's great because um, my next question is all about, you know, I have it down here, past life experiences. Many of us, uh, you know, we come into this lifetime and um, we, you know, we may feel guilty for something we've done in the past. We may feel um, anxiety for something we've done in the past. So, so yeah, I just kind of looking at how what you're saying. If, if if I could have a card, like some people just feel anxious when they go when they think of a certain country of the world, and it may be something that they haven't even visited yet, a country who haven't visited yet, but it's just that it makes them feel that way. And I I actually attribute that to a lot of past life um, experiences. Um, that they've had. Um, I know personally myself, I was going to London um, some some years ago and I actually got a swelling in my leg. And uh, when I, I actually went, got an energy uh, reading on it and uh, the, the reader was saying, well, the last time you were in London, um, you had gout. <laughs> and that's kind of, and it, it physically manifested. And then it, when I went to London, I actually went away. Um, so it, it's amazing how our past um, can actually help us. Um, I'd like you to, I'm going to ask you about genetics, family history, and then we're going to move on to the astrology profile because I have my astrology profile in front of me here. I'm going to ask you a couple of my cards that I've been looking at. Um, so genetics, what's genetics in a family? Um, you're, you're talking about how family, uh, I would say family uh, pictures are passed from a, an individual to an individual. How, how long do you see that as operating? Is it just your immediate family or is it two generations removed? Um, how long in genetics can a person be affected by uh, their, their family's genetics? You know, I don't really know for sure. I sure know I was a lot like my grandmother, though. <laughs> yes, yes. And, you know, when we talk about DNA, what we don't, we don't think DNA is necessarily in absolutes, but more like in potentials. 
I don't mean mm-hmm. like the color of your eyes because probably those aren't going to change, but there's a lot of potentials within our, our genes, our genetics, and that we added into the formula of what has to be accounted for to bring a person into balance um, when we... Um, because what we feel is that uh, there's so much potential within those genetics. So somebody might have uh, a lot of um, um, force, you know, um, uh, energy built into their genetics. Well, what the person does with that force or that energy is going to determine a whole lot about the person's future, whether they fulfill a destiny or not. So do you use that energy to go around and, and beat people up when you're upset? Or do you use that energy to, uh, like, uh, construct something magnificent that's never been made before? And right. that's how the potential in the genetics is so strong that it's very um, difficult to... Uh, you can't say that what a person's exactly going to do, but that has to be figured in the mix. And the other things that we figured in the mix, you know, you know about, but that that's a um, a factor that has to be accounted for. And what we want, of course, is for all of us to be able to express the very best of our gifts and resources and to be able to do the things that we came here to do. So, again, we get to the end of our lives because our bodies are, aren't going to live forever, but we think there's a part of us. Us, the real spirit in us that was never born and never died, that that, that us is probably going to go on someplace, and we want that part to, to be in the best possible condition it can be in. Right. So, so in, in, in a person's emotions, if someone is uh, feeling a lot of um, fear about something, if they were to use your tools, it, the fear would go away or it would it would become less. What's what's? How does the tool work for a person? Say who's so like? I'll give you my example. I'm I'm really afraid of drowning. Uh, that's my big thing. And actually, I, this is the weirdest thing. When I'm flying, I look on that little little map to make sure we're over land. And I don't care about crashing on land. I care about crashing in water. So um, you know, yeah, I have a fear like that. So if I was to wear your tool. If I was to wear, use some of your tools and practice them on a daily basis, would that fear de- decrease or would it, um, would it leave? The idea would be to use the instrument when you felt that feeling, like when it was very present in right. you. And the reason for that is that um, we look at the human system as a vast array of electrical circuitry. And when someone has that kind of a an automatic response to something that's never happened yet, what we're looking for, where those hot circuits might be. But most people also have a a protective mechanism. So whenever we have hot circuits, we tend to protect those circuits with a kind of energy around them. Mm -hmm. However, when we're upset about something and we're actually feeling it, the protective energies tend to disorganize temporarily enough so that if you use the instrument, you use your perfect balance card or your little wonder card or your booster, whatever you have, you use right. your instrument, what should happen over time is that the system sustains its balance under those same conditions. And that's what we're looking for with the technology is for people to be able to sustain their balance under conditions where they might have been vulnerable in the past. Okay. 
Excellent. And, you know, that's, we're going through obviously the emotional body. I'm going through just looking at some of the, you know, the, the, the things that I've been dealing with, with people on the last few weeks. Um, you know, self word, self, self affinity, hopelessness, um, victim energy. If you were to, you know, I, I see people in those states that, you know, it's just not worth it or it's always happening to me. And they're, they're vibrating very, very low because of that. So, so if, if they were to use your card, that would help bring their vibration or self-affinity up? Possibly. We have to see if they would be willing okay. to use them whenever they felt out of balance. And again, the idea mm-hmm. is to get yourself into balance. And, you know, I think probably, Mike, what happened for me personally as a professional, as you know, I was a clinical social worker and I, had, mm-hmm. I was had a license in clinical social work. So I worked right. with clients for many years, some years, before we got into developing, right. researching and developing this. And what I saw is that talking about problems didn't seem to get people where they wanted to go. I mean, I, I wanted to do something more than, it was like, to me it was like, like you're standing around your car and you got four flat tires and you're you're you know you're talking about the you're 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 saying yeah I really have four flat tires and you're talking how you feel about having four flat tires instead of getting four new tires or fixing the four flat tires that you have so the idea behind this technology is that that it's it's probably not a great idea to be talking about your problems every day. It's probably a better idea to to do something to help you come back into balance every day and out of the balance find the kind of strength that you're looking for to do what you came here to do. Right. And what what I think is great about your products, Mary, is the fact that, you know, it it, it gives a person sometimes we're we're down and sometimes you just need to get to a next level to be able to, I don't know if you heard the introduction, to be able to see things and to be able to experience things and be able to, to change. So it, it allows you to get to a next level and then you can help, it helps to change it. So do, do, do your products work? Say somebody who's uh, meditating a lot or somebody who's using a lot of yoga or um, other things, your products actually go along with, with those systems as well? They, they actually help? Oh, we had so many people that meditate and do yoga and Reiki and acupuncture mm-hmm. and chiropractors and physicians and nurses right. and uh, coaches who use our technology in addition to the things they're already doing that help people to have better lives. So they are assist. They are, they are assistants. Uh, assist oh yeah, they're doing. great. Okay. You know, they're really a, a great help to. To pe- and, and, you know, a lot of times people need to talk not so much about repeating their problems over again, but talk right. about themselves and where they're going and what they mm-hmm. want and what their dreams are. And people who are doing a lot of life coaching, especially we have a number of, fair number of life coaches that actually include our family pack with the cards in it as part of the introductory package to each one of their, uh, their clients. Right. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to get it, move on into the, the next thing because I, I went to, I think it was about three of your sen- seminars and they were really, really good. The one thing that I went in there and I was going, oh, this is not going to work for me is I was going, well, I don't really get into astrological, um, you know, uh, profile. I, it's not going to really work for me. But the, the strangest thing happened because you, you gave our cards, you, we had put our date of birth in, I pulled out my cards. And every time you would talk about the card, I swear that was me. 
the, the card that you were talking about was like you were talking to me directly, my bird <laughs> card, my I'm going. So you, you did really change me on that, Mary, because I was going, I, I went in there kind of cynical. And I was going, well, that is me. That's me. How did she get all that? So that, do you want to talk a little bit about astrology um, profile and how they work? Sure. Yeah. You know, we used astrological information for diagnostic purposes. And we did it, Mike, because we, first of all, in the world of mental health, the last thing we want to do is call people things like schizophrenic and obsessive compulsive disorder. I don't think it's a good idea for people to have those kind of words identifying themselves in the world, and they do sometimes. I think it's better to identify yourself as a Pisces or a Leo or a Gemini or an Aries, because those are really innocent words, and most people embrace those ideas. The second thing is is that when people go to school, we lose our identities. We lose what we want, what we think, what we dream, what we hope, uh, what we need. We lose all of that. We have, to, we have to give it in and develop a school personality that can survive sitting there. And the astrological information for us was a way of helping people reconnect with themselves. And what you just said is exactly what we hope for, is that I start talking about it and people go, that's me, that's me, that's me. That's exactly. We we want people to feel like they can find themselves and know themselves and appreciate themselves and look at their strengths and their resources and their challenges and the things in their personalities that they need to bring under control to have good lives. And through that information, that destiny card information is very, very accessible to people. Um, it's a, it's an ancient Babylonian astrological system and it's so, um, accessible that anybody can learn it in a few days. It's so easy. And and having it at the seminars is a way of introducing people to those ideas about themselves and seeing themselves as they really are and not with all those so, you know, we get, all have a lot of noise in our heads about being too short, too tall, too fat, too thin, not smart enough, uh, being a burden, not pretty enough, not handsome enough. So many, so many, so much background noise. You, you, we should only be hearing one voice. We should be hearing one single voice, the voice of ourselves, our spirit, every single day with a, a kind of guiding and directing our lives. And that astrological information, I think, helps sort out What's noise and what's the voice? Uh, awesome. Um, you know, we have a, a caller on the line, Mary, who is a user of your products. And I think she has a question. If you, would, would you mind taking the question? Or? Oh, I'm happy to. Happy to. Okay, great. Um, so our caller's name is... Okay, her name is Eileen. So hi, Eileen. Um, and so, so you Hello? use Mary's products? Yes, I have. And can you talk about what, what you experience as you use Mary's products? Well, I, um, I ordered the business pack and then the super little wonder cards, I believe, Mary, that, that's the one it's called. And uh, this, this quiet card, and it helps me tremendously because I have insomnia. And okay. um, the minute I touch the card and I'm ready to just, you know, get ready to go to bed and be quiet. I mean, within probably 20 minutes, I'll, my mind just quiets when I, after I hold the card. Sometimes I fall asleep and I don't even realize that I'm holding the, the, the quiet card because I'm gone. <laughs> so wow, her product really works. 
So okay. that do, I can, do you have a question for Mary or a comment for Mary um, today, Eileen? Um, well, another question I have for Mary is how to better use my um, my super little wonder cards at work. Okay, Eileen, you keep them in your... I have a... Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, so, you know, sometimes I have challenging days with with my coworkers and my boss, and um, uh, you know, um, sometimes I'm working on transactions and paperwork. How mm-hmm. to how do I better use the card to um, make a smooth transition from just working on the transaction and closing the deal? You can keep the cards in your pocket as directed, and then anytime you feel like your tension rises or your body or your system, your mental emotional system gets out of balance, just take the one card out of your pocket and hold it for a few minutes. And if you can't hold it because you're busy, put it next to your right leg. Okay. 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 Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. Nice to hear from you. Thank you for calling in. Yes, thank you so much. Great. And, you know, I was just thinking, I was listening to Eileen's call, I was just thinking, how much more healthier for the body than not using sleeping pills or over-the-counter medication um, to, you know, to actually use a card uh, that really helps you sleep? Because I, yeah, I, I just see that there's a, a lot more, it's a, it's a better option for, for me if I can't sleep at night to use your quiet card. We're, 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 coming, we're, we're coming in on a close here, Mary. I had so many other things to ask you. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say then at the end of our show to actually, um, you know, I'm here, I want to buy your product. Could someone, could you tell me why I should buy Mary Miller's products? Well, if you'd like to have a little more balance in your life, I think that it's a very good idea. And you can go to systems with an S. Dot net and that dot net is very important. We're also on Facebook and we do regular postings on Facebook. On our website, net, there's a section called blog and if you click on blog, you'll see a number of articles that uh, have been, that I've written about the work and our kind of place in the world and it'll help you to understand even better what you see. And finally, you can email me, Mary Miller at I Ching Systems, I C H I N G, Systems with an S, dot info. That's Mary Miller dot info. And uh, send me your email address and have a free newsletter from us. So just uh, drop me a note, say I'd love your newsletter. If you have any more questions, please email me. I'm happy to answer them. And we would love to get you on our email list. We don't, we're not sending out a lot of heavy marketing things to sell our products. We're sending out informational newsletters and uh, information about seminars. We have seminars all over the world, which are also listed on the website, and you might like to come to one for a day or two. I, I think you, if you are, if this rings some bells, it's, you it's fun. It really time. is fun. I, I, I will really endorse the fact that I, I've never enjoyed seminars so much because there's so many things to play with as well um, at your seminars. I love the <laughs> way you. people are up there playing. So do, do, do you know where you are coming in the next few weeks are you going to be in california soon at all uh no i won't be in california again probably till the fall i will be in uh reno nevada april 30th and may 1st Uh coming up 
I will be in Toronto, Canada, the second weekend in uh, April, um, and I'll also be in um, uh, uh, Phoenix, Arizona, the third weekend in April, uh, in May. But they're all there on the website, so you can go click on schedule and find out about all of them. And thanks so much for being on the Awareness Marketplace this morning. We really appreciate what you do and how genuine you are as a healer and helping people worldwide. Thank you, Mary. My pleasure, Mike. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. And thank you until we, until we uh, have another show on the Awareness Marketplace. This is your host, Mike Daly, saying goodbye, and thank you for tuning in. Thanks for joining us for the Awareness Marketplace. Michael Daly will be here next weekend with another great guest. Tune in every Saturday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. We hope you'll enjoy the coming week. Comes a time when you look around and you see the ocean waiting Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.